It's Paltero, the New Zealand Blood Bowl podcast. Hello, good evening, everyone. Welcome to uh, Paltero, a New Zealand's leading Blood Bowl podcast. And this evening we have, in order, Mr. Tricky. Ah, uh, Kiara, down in Dunedin. Yep, we have Mr. Toffer. Hello from Boomtown, Bland Vegas. Absolutely. And we've also got Orlo as well. Hi, from Hermina, Hawke's Bay. Wonderful. And, uh, hey, Alo, I'm, I'm, I'm great. it's great to invite you here. Isn't it? Yeah, that's really so... brilliant. Yeah, it feels, feels a little bit like I know you from having listened to many, <laughs> many episodes of this upstanding podcast, Top New Zealand um, Blood Bowl podcast. I was going to say, Toffer, Toffer, did you record that? We've got someone actually <laughs> saying that. Yay. Well, look, look, just to set the scene, my kids very kindly read uh, some jokes to me out of my uh, Father's Day present from last year, which is the uh, little book of dad jokes. So I thought, oh, yeah. you know, we'd just set the scene appropriately and just, just go with the uh, three fish are in a tank. Uh, one asks the others, but how do you drive this thing? That was the right level of mirth I was looking for. So. I don't know. I thought it. I thought it was better when Simon only popped up for ten minutes from a warehouse car park. That that was. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really more appropriate for a, for bolt action coaches. I think. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. yeah. Ah, oh, there we go. I got another one which is slightly more blood bowl adjacent. If you'll tolerate that one more. What's red and bad for your teeth? I don't know. A brick. <sighs> How is that blood bowl adjacent? <laughs> <laughs> the fans of Brits, we all know this to be true. Something, something, yeah. knuckle sandwich. Yeah, that's it. Exactly, exactly. There we go. All right, anyway. All right, so when the first thing we've got here on our schedule, which is a surprise to me that we've got something, is actually having a good old chinwag with you, Mr. Arlo. Yeah, well, I, I think um, Palmerston North is... When was it? Palmerston last last weekend? Weekend before Arlo? Yeah, um... Well, we're on a Monday, so it was not not you know yesterday, but the the we Sunday get... before that that mm. we were we were finishing up and driving home um, from Stubble Bowl. Um, Stubble being the Palmerston North uh, Blood Bowl League. I'm I'm not totally sure what it stands for. I will. It's I will, got a crocodile we'll logo. Try and Google it. <laughs> swamp, swamp something. Yeah, Swamp City, or something like that. Swamp <laughs> Town. Swamp Town. That could be it. How about if, we'll if, if, the, if the listener out there knows, they can. Write in and let us know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, driving driving back to to Hawkes Bay by um, well, I think it was three thirty on on that that Sunday. That was right before the um, cyclone Gabriel hit the next Monday. So it's it's been full on here. Yeah, for sure, mate. That's, but that's was glad awful. to glad to make it on the roads. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, there was a good showing. A whole bunch of people showed up. Um, which was great. 14 people. Um, Rob was organizing it. He got to play in his own tournament. Yep. I think we had a couple from uh, Tauranga. There was there was Nigel and James there. I think they're from Tauranga. Mm-hmm. Well, they feel like old hands because Rob and Tim and Josh have history with the uh, Hawks Bay um, League. So they oh, yep. um, they were at Hawks Bay Horn last year. They're... Oh, yeah. You know, very social. They've oh, sounds yeah. good. Very yeah, easy yeah. crowd to get along with. 
Nice, oh, awesome. Fantastic. So what was and, what and, was the general the general plan then? Was it a five game thing or a four game thing? Exactly, two two day tournament, three games first day, two games the next day. Oh yep. Head off early to get home because uh, maybe the furthest away people were coming from was Todong, and that's like a five hour drive under good conditions. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. With with the the fourteen of us there, it was really really bash heavy. There was three orc teams. Oh. Um, Mm. Yeah, with uh, also three Dark Elf teams. So, you know, that that was six mm. out of the 14 teams. There's a good number of Orc Offs and Dark Elf Offs. Yeah. So oh, yeah. as many times as you want. Yeah. <laughs> so cut to the it? chase. Nick won again. Yeah. Um, oh, I got it. Yeah. of that. Oh, did you? Jeepers. <laughs> uh, the only tournament I've played in, that's my third, um, that he didn't win was Orcs Bay Horn, and that's because he was running it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, now we found out how we beat him. <laughs> so exclude him entirely by making an odd number of people. But so, I was I yeah. was really stoked to pull off a second in that tournament. And I imagine you guys found me because I was busy taking physical phone pictures of, of Rob's screen to, to post up some results. We didn't know how to um, hit the print button on the the app or whatever it was that he was using. Yeah, it may have been Rob's first tournament because he wasn't totally sure how to... Um, you know, enter the results the right way round, which caused oh, some, some minor confusing matchups. But um, we all got it ironed out in the end after entirely re-entering the results on day two morning. Yeah. Well, Rob's Rob's also <laughs> made the, the 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 rookie error of taking dwarves there. I see. It didn't work for him, unfortunately. No, 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 um, poor chap down at the end there. Yeah, I think that's actually a mark of a really gracious coach um, <laughs> coming last in their own tournament. <laughs> and and um, Alan, we were just well, I think. I feel like we were talking about this the other day on the podcast that we weren't seeing many orcs. If we were looking across the league, yeah, we weren't seeing many orc teams. That's right, Topper, isn't it? That's exactly what we were you saying. Know? Yeah, you're completely correct. Yeah, and then there a, they all are, yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, no, at least, at least we know where they went. <laughs> yeah, they all turned up at tournament, um, <laughs> which is which is interesting. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, um, with an, animosity, which they do have, Topper. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I know the rules now. I've re- read them up since then. Promise. Yeah, yeah, it came into play um, once when I was handing off the ball, but you know, pretty, pretty rare. It's not much of a nerf. Um, it's more a pain yeah. in the ass. Yeah, um, yeah. Someone, someone taught me to say the name of the rule before the action. So if you've got a, <laughs> a stupid troll, for example, it's a stupid yeah. block or it's an animosity throw. Oh, that yeah, way yeah. you sort of get in the habit of reminding yourself of these um, less common situations. That's uh, if, you, if, you, you, if you name them, then you remove their power. Is that, is that the plan? <laughs> well, well, it works okay. very well for my troll. <laughs> good, good. There we are then. Right. Perfect. I'll remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've I've had this conceit for a few games uh, now, actually, through playing the Wellington Blood Bowl League last year, Orcs Bay Horn in this tournament. I've been playing Orcs to try and up my Orc game, and and the the idea that I had of the team in the first place was that they were led by a particularly intelligent troll. So instead of very stupid, it's it's very clever block. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and, and that so that works wonders. Um, you know, five you. times out of six, it works every time. You troll Ozog, Captain yeah. Ozog. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Captain. He's the captain of the side. He's got all the brains in the unit. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Probably on a bucket. Brilliant. My troll, my troll, I always had, it's similar to Ozog, but Zogwart, Zogwart bottle brush is one of my um, favorite troll names. Fantastic. There's a rumor, while we're talking about names, rumor from Mike who's running, is it Kaz, Capital Shield, um, in yeah. Kapiti? 
yep. later this year. Um, there's going to be a prize for the best team name, and um, you know that's that's judged as people see it. So I think some exciting team names, and or maybe even more exciting than normal. There were some there were some pretty funny matchups um, from Stubble Bowl in round yeah. one. The Punishers versus the Assholes. That was quite the um, <laughs> quite the cringe moment. Now, look, I actually got a point to make about this because I took a human team to Christchurch last year and I was told in no uncertain terms that I wasn't allowed to have my team name because it had rude words in it. But Mike, Mike Loss gets away with it at, um, at Stubble. He was allowed arseholes, Simon, and you wouldn't let me Just have Shitfield you... Tuesday. Just because you came up with a name that we disagreed with. <laughs> You're welcome to go to Palmy or Tauranga. It is fine. <laughs> that is the obvious fix here for people with gutter mouths like yourself. That's, that'll be it. I, I'm blushing now because of the names that we've just mentioned. Um, I'm, I'm slightly disappointed that upstanding gentlemen like yourself would stoop to such a level on, on this prestigious podcast. It's true, it's true. Can we blame Mike? Are we allowed to just blame Mike, really, for that? I think we should. Uh, yeah, well, I think we're just quoting him, really, but also then you brought up your own name. So <laughs> I, I think you're also to blame here as well, right. to be honest. Okay, cool. All right, I'm also to blame, yeah. but mostly Mike. That's fine, I can accept that. <laughs> Nice. Um, Sorry, I completely I interrupted there. You were you were you were talking to us about the the matchups. I do apologise, Arlo. Yeah, do you, Arlo? Do you want to go through your, your match? Well, you've got your build kind of written here. Maybe the listeners would be the listener listeners would be interested. Um, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, and in your last podcast, you were talking about good uh, sort of entry first teams to Blood Bowl, um, and I think this this build for this tournament was superb it had orcs fairly simple team but with some positionals that gives you a uh, i guess a sense of the kind of plays you would run with the different players uh i just put guard on all my big players all my strength four and above so four big guns with guard and a troll puts really the heat on 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 many teams actually i probably would have struggled against a really nimble team um, but we didn't have them. There was one high elf team. I didn't face them. One halfling team. I didn't face them. Having played two games against the other orc teams, it really made a difference. Um, guard over block in a yep. fairly similar team uh, matchup. Yep. So you can take all your positionals, two gobos, and um, they were orcs were tier two in this um, rule yeah. set. So there could have been a secondary skill, but one more guard I thought was better. I do like that build. I like. Uh, I always. I always take um, gobos on an orc team. Uh, I don't always. I don't always take the biggins or the black orcs as it was. I, oh, I, interesting. I've a, yeah, I've done a ripper, ripper double troll, ripper and a troll, oh, yeah. and then just four blitzes. Uh, did I have two throws? Maybe just one throw, but then four goblins. I think was one build I did just. For, for absolute fun, but I'd always recommend the Goblin. The Blitzers yeah, are the workhorses, two... eh, really? They're, they're the ones that all... Totally. Sorry? What was the overall cost for the roster build? I think it was 1280 It was good. something like 1150 for players, and then uh-huh. some amount to spend on skills. Um, okay. No stats yeah, in Europe, unless you're in the bottom tier, some restriction on secondary skills. The version, version 6 of the Blood Bowl team spreadsheet... Um, uh-huh. has a, a way to put in your limit on amount spent on skills, um, which is great, a uh, big improvement, but it does not have a way to uh, enter something that 
isn't the cumulative total of everything spent on your team. Mm -hmm. um, so that idea of an amount spent on players isn't incorporated into the spreadsheet yet. Oh, I um, see. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that actually confused one of the players, John, uh, who did a, a, a phenomenal um, performance at, at Stubble uh, as a rookie, and he had you know, one one fifty total, including skills. So when when we figured that out, uh, actually, I think James <laughs> figured that out in the in the in round four, just before I played John. You know, we gave gave him an extra black orc or something, but that would have been so unfair. Um, two orc yeah. teams, one of them missing positionals. Yeah, yeah. By yeah, round four, he was on table good. three, so he John had been doing really well for. I should deduct points from him. They're obviously being some horrible cheats, so you know. <laughs> Take a big enough him. Sorry, John. Oh, I, nice. I, I, I think we we should probably give a, a bit of a shout out to Steve, who took a chaos team called Wanton Boys, who came second from last, but clearly went for the casualties over the ball, and I think that's that is an honourable thing to do with, with a chaos team. You've got to ask yourself, who's the real winner of the tournament now? <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah. Obviously, the person with the trophy that says first place. But you know, if it wasn't <laughs> for that, it could be the person who's done the most damage. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think though, Arlo, you might you might have to just vent a little bit. This was it. Your final game was against Nick. Game four against Nick. I was staying staying with Nick. Um, you know, part of that wonderful Hawks Bay hospitality. He had booked a house that was too big. Um, so he had rooms for anyone who wanted. Yeah, sure enough. After after. Um, winning three games on day one, and he had as well. We were we were up against each other on the morning of day two, and he's somewhat my nemesis. I have this 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 awe of the way that he can get put in a tricky situation, sort of bitch about it and moan about it a little bit, but then finds a way around it every time. Yeah, he's got yeah. the sternest game face. He just looks you in the eyes. Normally, friendly guy, good friend, <laughs> welcome me here. When yeah, I'm yeah. playing a ball game, it's like taking hands at the beginning of the game. It's just all it's he disappears somewhere deep inside, and and there's a whole different person sat before you. Exactly oh, the equivalent of pulling up a cowl or something, and it's, it's uh, <laughs> just looking across into into the darkness. Um, <laughs> and, and you're probably not the only person to calling him a nemesis. To be perfectly honest, yeah. Well, there was certainly some um, some excitement. Some some folks led me to believe on the night before the match that that uh, you know high strength orcs had a good chance against corn. Get a few key armor breaks. Get some players off the table, and you know maybe I'd be in with a chance. Uh, I um, might pause you, Alo. I might pause. You. I think this is where we went wrong, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that, it's that pre-game when you're like, oh, I can do this. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I I I really I feel for one of those 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 kings of old who take to the battlefield and <laughs> you can see in their face they've lost before they're even you know shouting or waving their sword. Um, and I I felt that way sitting down at the table and losing the toss and knowing I'd have to survive a half against these um raging corn mm. um yeah. i put goblins on my front line which was yeah. actually good um you know better than losing a, a black orc both of them just yeah. got um blocked away i would do that again but he soon had the ball and was stalling around turn five and in, in the back of my half and yeah um i just got a, a lucky roll to get through and tackle the ball carrier so it was nil all at the start of the second half 
Ooh. And then I I thought I had a good chance to score and was was pushing down into his half, but I couldn't break armor. I was down three players. My troll blitzed his blood spawn, didn't do anything, and was promptly sent off the pitch. But can't can't blame the dice in the end. Uh, I thought I had a thought I had a chance to get a runaway, and and what that turned into was a corn gore getting the ball in turn fifteen and moving the ball eighteen squares down the pitch to score. Um, so so, so when. One nil was a was a one nil to him, um, wow. and a and a, hard for, a very hard exciting for. game. Yeah. So so you would have had a few eyes on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were playing yeah. with a timer, which is good. I'm actually I'm I'm pretty slow, so four minutes feels like quite a lot. And with orcs, you know, I'm always. Oh, it's dreadful when you've got armor nine, isn't it? Oh dear me, <laughs> poor poor you. Oh, it's mostly armor ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so lucky, those halflings. They've just got such a quick turnaround, you know? Yeah. So I guess I'd sum it up by saying come up to the North Island more often. Orcs Bay Horn had three orc teams and two goblins last year. Um, Stubbles had three orcs. No goblins showed up, unfortunately. Um, but you want to play more green skins. We've, We've got them around here. I think Black Orcs won the Wellington Blood Bowl League last year. The um, I think the, what you said at the start about it being bash bash heavy corn. So it went from the top corn orc orc necromantic. So the top four were all or bash and or necromantic. Which finesse. It's on the it's on bash and dash, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it yeah. is bash and dash. Then we've got a dark elf. Slash, so who are the the bashiest of the of the elves? Really, dark elf, and then a well, again a bash and dash. Bash and not, dash. Not necessarily a grind, but a bash and dash. Um. Mm-hmm. North. Josh was playing humans. Yes, he yes. just put in a decoy name there. Oh, I see. I, I can't, it didn't have the it didn't have the the race written there. So he was. Oh, they're too boring to actually write down humans in the list. Oh, yeah, yeah no, fair enough. Too far too. Way too vanilla. I may as well have just call them beige. The beige <laughs> savers. Yeah, that's it. So so humans then imperial nobility and then an orc team which was the punishers that you've already mentioned. Then we have got high elves, chaos dwarf, dark elves again, halflings. Well done, Nigel, on being the. Uh, no, that. They're high elves, a misprint. Um, Mike was playing Dark Elves. Oh, Dark Elves as well. Three Dark Elf teams. Three Dark Elf teams and three Orc teams. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, Nigel taking the only stunty team. Well done, Nigel. And then Chaos chosen for Steve, who basically won the tournament, even though he came 13th, and then Dwarves at the end. So, yeah, very bash heavy. You're absolutely right. Dwarves rock bottom. Dwarves rock bottom. Where they should be. Yeah, yeah. Mining. Yeah. But remember, yeah. these Where's are dwarves, it? so they probably got confused and they thought that being at the bottom was at the top. Because, oh, you know. Because yeah. they're only. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and the, the, they, they enjoy mining, so rock bottom's not really an insult when that's your thing. So. Yeah, true a, story. True a, story. A, great, great going. Great going as well. And, uh, yeah, sounds like a brilliant event. Yeah, it's nice, yeah it's, it was well it's run. Nice to get, you know, more more events happening in in because there was a there was a time when we basically had the greenstone cup and that was that was about it and then it's it's nice to see so many so many tournaments and so many leagues propping up all over the place it's really cool yeah well yeah. Um, well i was i was gonna say it's probably a bit of a, a moot point but uh because it'll depend but what was the venue like it in and of itself valkyrie games was a um was a great spot very central to palmerston north um had lots of tables and a whole room, back room that was just for us. Oh, nice! Um, really friendly staff. Refreshments did they have? They were right next to a 
a street that was full of places to eat. So often when people say that they were right in the middle of Palmerston North, it's not always with a with a good inflection on it. But in this case, that the location was excellent. That was just a job. <laughs> oh, poor you. Oh, <laughs> oh no, really? Oh, I'm so sorry oh. to hear. <laughs> I've had I've had a great time there. I went to watch the Phoenix Foundation, which relates to you, Alan. Oh, there you and, go. Uh, years ago, and it, it was one of the best gigs I've ever been to. It's awesome. It was really good. So it was a good great. tournament. That's excellent. That's really good news. Glad glad we could get get you on or get get someone on who was able to tell us about it. Because yeah, as you say, the three of us never go anywhere. Apparently. <laughs> so I think it was tricky. You mentioned. Um, we should have some sort of regional championships, and mm. rumor has it that's what Ramchop wants to organise for December instead of yes. School of Hard Knocks. I guess we've we've finished a full five um, five terms at the School of Hard Knocks, and now he wants to run a regionals, which means that yeah. people will have to actually get off their ass and go to different parts of the country. It's a neat idea. Yeah. A neat idea. This is like big big news. So uh, Ramchop's been floating it around. We. So we seem to mention Ramchop a lot, but it's um, he's been floating around Facebook and um, also in in here. Arlo, as well, you because you kind of came to my attention, but um, of all the Harball, uh, Hob is it Harball? Do you call it? Is that yeah. how you pronounce it properly? I prefer Harbaugh? to say it a hobble. No, hobble, yeah. hobble. The hobble. So so many of the leagues have um, moved their communications into the New Zealand um, Blood Bowl community discard. It's, it's just awesome to see because I can see what's happening around the country. And and, and with that, you know, then um, Ramshot lays down this gauntlet for, you know, the, the team championship, which is maybe something I can float. At home. Look, I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, imagine it. I already said to Southland, I thought, oh, maybe a Highlanders squad. Ramchop pointed me in the direction of Happy as a barbarian, which I could I could cope with that. I was going to say, was that actually anything to do with Blood Bowl, though, or was that just a general observation? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, Hogs Bay fancy themselves. I mean, with Nick. Nick, obviously. We enter, enter a team of Nick. No, we, okay, we, so we, Nick, we travel Nick away. Sort of, there's Nick versus. He could do the sort of Grand Master sort of chess champion thing where he plays all of the games of his team by himself. Oh, at the same time, like him in the middle with like a kind of a spider's web of pitches around him. And he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, run, exactly. he's running like 10 games at the same time with 10 different teams. Exactly, yeah. Perfect. And, and let's face it, we all know that's how he trains anyway. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> we're 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 going to lose him to the pro leagues at some point. Obviously, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's definitely. Uh, we had we had three um, three of us get down to stubble, and I th- I think Nick does a great job of setting expectations um, for new people to uh, the league. Oh, yeah. um, he says something like, you know, we travel away strong. Um, yeah. uh, we, you know, it's a great way to go around the country and be a part of the community. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, it is. I was it just is wondering important. what what Wellington's answer to this is going to be. The, the Mackenzies. <laughs> oh, oh, see how exciting is this? That like, even just talking about it, thinking about the teams and stuff. No. I like this. I do, I do like this idea. If if Ramchop is going to get uh, this um, like champion of champions thing off the ground in December, 
I reckon yeah. that sounds awesome. Like I'd go along just That's for a, just to to watch. I think you know, just as a spectator. Yeah, a, Helpful right to get it in at the end of the year. There. Yeah, true. Um, That's a good idea. So, yeah, get all the I, other I think, all the other tournaments have happened, and therefore you know who the champions are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, we'll mm. see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, I think we're just sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and ultimately, <laughs> it's around Trump choice. If he's going to do it, he's going to do it. So yeah, it's sure. uh, entirely. I'm impressed actually with what he's done so far. Um, having one discord instead of many facebook groups yeah bring yeah. us close together allowing us to discover things like this podcast That's and true. um he recently celebrated the um milestone of having more people on discord than the oz bowl so that's yes you know, pretty epic very exciting yeah yeah, absolutely. absolutely, and that's great to hear. Always, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Should we talk about Blitz Bowl? That's a good idea. Let's Excellent. You've got the yeah. okay, cool. So when and where? Eighteenth and nineteenth of March. Uh, so in Tauranga Citizens Club in in Tauranga, five rounds over two days. So very similar to what was recently occurring in Palmerston North. There, three on day one, two on day two. Price giving at just before three o'clock on the Sunday, and it will be officiated by Mr. Nigel Burling. Also re- recently mentioned as being a fine, upstanding halfling coach there. So they're going to use the score software. That's pretty much ubiquitous now, I think, isn't it, at tournaments? Uh, as I say, ubiquitous. I think it's just used pretty much all everywhere. Uh, they did an update, which I know um, we, we had a little lump and bump with uh, at the tournament just gone. Nothing that mm. nobody noticed because uh, we managed to find a, a way of working around it. But um, there was an update, I think, in um, 2022 midway. Uh, that that needs to tweak a couple of the background gubbins for the first time in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having said that, look, it's completely free to download from the uh, the NAF website, and uh, it is a really good way of running your tournament. And you know, Swiss style is usually the the, the general format um, as well. So that's that's all set up within there, and all your tie breakers, and you can customize it as much as you like. So if you got at least even a, a mild comp- you know ability with computers and whatnot you'll be able to figure your way around that one it's it's not too too tricky at all and it's definitely the way that most tournaments run it including um the export file at the very end which is very useful when you update all the the naf uh oh, tournament yeah, rankings yeah, yeah. and everything on their website uh, well, let's have a look at what you would what you would uh, be be taking to this tournament if you were heading there. So you've got one thousand. I think the main excitement for this tournament is the inclusion of stars. It's, that's pretty rare, right? You can have a star player or even a mega star. Like pay the you pay the gold points, gold coins or whatever it is, to hire the star. Plus, you lose skill points from your other um, yeah. team members. Oh, I see. So you're sort of double paying, but for certain teams. Um, you know, someone disgusting who might take hack flame or Griff. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, completely. Do you have someone you worth it? Those guys. Jeez. <laughs> Don't even get who, me. Who, who are you picturing now, Alan? <laughs> who are you picturing? <laughs> oh, just anyone who gets through to a final and then thinks they're going to roster Griff. I'm not sure. <laughs> so it's one million one hundred and fifty thousand gold allowance. Um, and in addition, each coach receives an allocation of skill point depending upon the, their team's tier. Tier one teams can only have one star player, but tiers two and three teams can have two star players, one of whom could be a, 
a megastar oh i see yeah so if you've got a tier one yeah, team yeah. oh you can oh, you can still take the, the mega so they've got a list of the megastars who require more skill yeah. points to take which are bomber deep root griff hack phlegm creek and morgue yep so those those yeah. those ones that are that have been turning up quite a lot in the meta so this is you're gonna see cindy oh yeah Pyro. yeah fair you know, enough i reckon Someone's gonna build that, aren't they? Ella, you reckon? On a on a halfling team, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm keen to play ogres actually because you can roster both bomber and send it on the same team. Double bomber, uh, yeah, double bomber. Yeah. With a, yeah, with an option to do two bombers and one. Oh, I love it. I love and, that. And your ogres Ella. are sitting there in the tier three spot, so you've got plenty of points to play with. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Are your hands I, clearly visible right now there, Duncan? Are your hands clearly visible above the desk right now? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you, you were, you were toning like you are enjoying that Getting possibility. Getting too excited about the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> tell me again. Tell me again. I can take them both. Oh. <laughs> get, get, uh, get happy to tell me in his voice mm. as well. Oh, that's better, yeah. So the, in, terms of, in terms of the tiers, we got the, the tier three teams are goblins, halflings, ogres, and snotlings, and then the tier one teams. I won't bother going through the tier. The tier two teams are all the ones that aren't in tier one or tier three. So the tier one teams are Amazons, Chaos Dwarf, Dark Elf, Dwarf, High Elf, Lizard Men, Norse, Shambling Undead, Skaven, Underworld, and Wood Elves, and everybody else falls into tier two. But that's really interesting. Someone like Pro Elves in tier two. Yep, Pro Elves in tier two. Corn in tier two. Humans in tier two. Um, yeah, tier two. Yeah. I, I look for these tournaments. I look for these tournaments so I can get the yellow peril out and just you know get them a little <laughs> bit of a boost above and beyond. There you all go. Good then. to go. Up to town. Mainland municipals ride again. On the 18th and 19th of March at the Tauranga Citizens Club, which is the corner of 13th Avenue and Cameron Road in Tauranga. Nice. Mm. Nice. I would say my my. Personal disagreement with that rule set is putting Creek as a megastar. Uh, having run Creek as my mentor in um, School of Hard Knocks last year, um, yeah. he won the worst mentor award. Um, <laughs> all he was good at doing was dancing around with his bloody ball and chain or hitting himself yeah. in the head with it. Oh, right. Uh, Not yeah. a megastar. <laughs> well, the flip side of that is that Nick took him to Mainland Bowl last year and he punched holes in pretty much everyone's team. So, you know. Luck with the dice, you know, luck with the dice. Yeah. You know what they say about Creek? He's hit and miss, isn't he? Oh, I thought they said <laughs> oh, shit. Have you got have you got Simon's joke book there? Is that what you I, 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 I put it in courier down to Dunedin very quickly <laughs> and got it already. Glad it arrived safe there, Duncan. Well done. Oh uh, well done, well done, well done. Good, good. Uh, yeah, and then, but yeah. The, I mean, you're right. Creek is that kind of issue, isn't he? But the rest of them that are in that list of megastars are the ones that have been seeing a lot of action in tournaments around the world. Hack Flem yeah. in particular, a lot, a lot of people quite. I, I played I, three Hack Flems at, uh, at Christchurch last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do think though, Alo Creek as a mentor. The problem there is he was an auto send up, send off, whereas yeah. in yeah. this tournament. He's definitely gonna have two drives. But, well, not definitely. Not definitely. We can't be definite about things, can we? But no. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's not a good mentor. I've, I've, I find him careening off across the battlefield. Sorry, the pitch. <laughs> and um, yeah. if he's surrounded by whatever, and they hit him, he falls down. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Righty ho. I I I know I'm not going to get to that one because I'm on school camp, so that's not going to work. If only our sponsors would come in and just you know. Like, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I do keep threatening to go up to Tauranga as well because when we lived in Christchurch, I used to hang out with Chris uh, Gunboat, um, and we kind of been scattered to the four winds by the Christchurch earthquake. So I do keep 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 threatening to get up to Tauranga, and I keep failing miserably. Well. Boxing on, on on a similar sort of tournament sort of theme. How about you, uh, Mr. Tricky? You're going to tell us about the uh, crap bowl. Oh yes, okay. Now crap bowl is fumble tournament. So this is on this sixth of March is the birthday of the the Dibble. Um, so the uh, deserted island blood bowl league. So uh, uh, Tim Owen's story. I think Tim Owen started this off. It's had the first ever New Zealand kind of in New Zealand fumble match that we know of, which was the Michael Jackson thriller build of one werewolf and all zombies. Yep. Against, oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So against another build, which I'm not too sure about the who the other build was. And like then there's the story of the, the Lamb Hurley Shield, which is a shield we still play for online which is uh, uh very like only new zealand coaches can have it um, oh, yeah. but it's all it's all in the history of the the devil but that was that was the first game so every year um Ramchop, uh, reintroduces the um crap bowl so we play for the crap bowl it's a knockout tournament um it's special builds so mm -hmm. for example we get six wood elf linemen um, and I had one, I think it's called One Big Snot. So you have the one pump wagon and all snotlings. There's several different builds, but they're all just a little crap, <laughs> if you see what I mean. <laughs> no, none of them are, like, conventional. Um, and, uh, they, yeah, and we play it out um, over, oh, crap bowl can, it's not, um, it can go on for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not, um Usually you have maybe 16 teams in to start with, you know, and then um, slowly uh, everyone gets excited around the 6th of March and kind of kicks it off. But then slowly it gets into the final and um, some of our good, real good coaches like uh, Tussock down here and, and Otago just sit, sits on that final game for a long time and we're, uh, until everyone gets grumpy and says, when's the final crap ball finally going to be? Uh, but it's um, it's a... Great little tradition. We have a we have a laugh on on kickoff night. It has been known some people get on voice chat as well. I I've had the I played against the original crap ball side of mm -hmm. uh, Tim Owens once. Yeah, and it was um, and that was great. And we had a wee whiskey and kind of chatted all the way through it. And um, yeah, so I I would encourage any online players to. Hop into what's uh, a really nice kind of online tradition. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. And when's that again? <coughs> yeah. Sixth of March. Sixth of March. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, what we've got here then is um, also, well, we've got other stuff, which is obviously a nice general catch all. But I think the one that I'm keenest on, simply because it was about five minutes after we canned the pre Christmas edition, was Toffa, how, how are you feeling about um, Puggy being, being back? Super excited, obviously. Wonderful news, brilliant news. Best best player in the game, you know, definitely, 
And actually, like, I have a kind of a running commentary with um, Timmy Looms about the different um, the different star player models that come out of Forge World, and there's some real hits for me. I'm a big fan of big fan of their Mighty Zug model, and then a couple of yep. the others were a bit more of a miss for me. I wasn't a massive fan of the human with the chainsaw model that they came out oh, with. But- yeah, I wasn't 100% on that model, but oh, big fan of this new Puggy Bacon Breath model. I'll be buying yeah. one of those. It won't it won't fit with my my old third Ed Metal Halfling team, but it doesn't matter. Lovely model, beautiful no, it model. Doesn't, with, it, it doesn't matter, does it? No, spinning, well, let, spinning let, his let sandwich on his finger, can, brilliant. Let me know if you want to share postage, because I was thinking the same thing. Like I do do have the old third Ed model, and uh, there's there's... Mm. Nothing better than a good old classic puggy, but at the same time, yeah, that's a just just a stunt a stunner of a model, really. Um, did a really yeah. nice job on that, yeah. And but of course, you get Cindy as well. Yeah, a, a two pack. I've I've which not is, used Cindy um, in a game at all. Has anyone actually used Cindy in a game yet? Because I haven't. Mm. I've played against her. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, no, I've not. I've not used her no. as well. The thing, the only thing, her paint job didn't bring out the best. Thing. Not so bothered. <laughs> No, well, I, I love, I like the model, um, mm-hmm. and but the paint job was just there was just a couple of bits off. I was thinking for professionals, and um, and I look at those plumes of smoke and just I don't know. It's probably an easy job with um, contrasts. Yeah, it's probably an easy job with the contrast, but I don't know if I'm good at that. There's definitely a few bells and whistles. Like you know, I, I uh, weirdly, weirdly, I've got the what became the metal third edition human team. I uh, mm. bought that in Melbourne years back, and that's the you know the yellow peril that everyone's petrified of at, at tournaments all over Christchurch. Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, and that was the one that they ended up modelling on the Blood Bowl 2016 plastic team. Um, but as I think everybody observed by the time that it hit that point, and everyone was getting it, like all of the miniatures are super spiky, and and I get it, I get it, I, I understand it's Blood Bowl, and that's absolutely the theme. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. What I do kind of feel is a bit of a drawback is it can be difficult to understand for people playing against you, especially. Who are the blitzers and who are the linemen? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I look for in in the teams as they come out now and across the board, whether it's, you know, Amazons or um, Norse or whoever. Can you clearly identify the different players? And I'm almost to the point where I'm, I'm painting up some gray plastic early third edition, you know, 1994 vintage. Mm. plastic human linemen in order to put them on the pitch with the other ones in order you know with the metal blitzers just just to make it yeah yeah that's it that's all it is you know and clearly the newer miniatures are a much nicer miniature all around but you know if if you were playing a game of chess and they all kind of look a little bit like pawns well you kind of go like well i'm not sure i'm really you know at a glance getting enough information here across the board when you know, you know, chess is a poor comparison, especially in this case, because your two teams can be vastly different. So I need yeah. to know at a glance, and ideally after a couple of points, <laughs> what your team is. So yeah, yeah. I think I think they they have done a nice job with with the the, the puggy model here in that regard because he he certainly looks like a. A, a halfling with plus one strength. Cool. Yeah, what is that? He, 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 you put him on a halfling team and you will know which one is puggy. And yeah, that's exactly. exactly what you want. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. 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 And there's, a, there's a swagger about him, isn't there? Yeah, you know, it's nice. He's, 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 yeah. It's a nice model. I do think there's been a bit of spike creep 
in in Blood Bowl, looking at you know Puggy, he's got a he's got a spike on his shoulder that's oh, longer than his arm. Yeah, yeah. Um, spikes on his knees. I'm at the stage where I'm taking spikes off things, and I think they look better that way. Certainly, the human <laughs> nobility team. Um, you know, they're not orcs. Not everyone has to be covered in spikes. Um, I was quite well, impressed. It's not even that. But... And and there is a balancing point, and I don't quite know. And it'll be different for everybody else, but. The example I would use is the good old Griff model that you actually get in the, in the current box set. It's a great miniature. I love the look of it. Why the hell is he wandering around with a giant plume on his head and carrying a bird? Um, uh, come you know, on, he's, he's Griff Herbal. <laughs> no, that can't be the answer. <laughs> Sir, have you got half a pound of rice down your trousers? <laughs> look, he's Griff Herbal. He's allowed to do this sort of thing. Oh, God. <laughs> good stuff. Would so? Uh, would you buy it, Arlo, as well? Uh, I think the in-game, they're great, great players. Well worth yeah. having on the pitch. I, I just, I mean, I'm a, I, yeah, I'm a big halfling fan, and I've played Puggy many, many times on halfling team. Just, you know, I he's can't... he's the full package. He'll score for you. He'll blitz for you. He'll do the whole job. He'll get nailed in the first turn, and you'll be regretting spending three times the halfling cost on him. My my uh, my eldest daughter managed to kill him in a game against me once years ago, and she still doesn't let me forget it. Uh, I was going to uh, say it's a bit difficult to forget when it's etched on the tombstone you made for her. So you know. <laughs> I think for second ed players, that Puggy Baconbrath was is such a lead. Yeah. It was a great name. Like they were just that, you know. All right. Well, the the other aspect was uh, that's come out in the meantime is the old match play guide. Yes, I've not actually yeah. had a read of it yet. And how much was it? I didn't see what the cost of it was though. I know it was ten pounds in the UK. The usual Antipodean markup, thirty odd dollars, sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was what I was a bit worried about was that it would come out as a sort of almanac hardback kind of eighty dollar kind of job. Mm. And so when I first picked it up and I flicked through it, I was like. This is not $80 worth of stuff. There's some cool bits in there which we'll go through. Mm. And if you've not run a tournament before or maybe only one or two, or even you just want a bit of inspiration and, you know, you're stuck in a rut or whatever, yeah, it's it's a bit of a fun flick through and there's a couple of extra tables and bells and whistles that you can grab hold of. But, I, you know, I, I, that upper price range I was expecting G-Dub to go for, I was like, no, it's 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 a miss from me, I'm afraid. But... At that $30 spike range, I would have to say, um, yeah, I think that's probably a good good that's price job. point for it. So, Arlo, you were saying that you've had a bit of a read-through of it. Maybe a half hour over breakfast with James, <laughs> um, because we knew it was coming up for the Blitz Bowl. Mm. That, those, uh, that rule set is essentially the match play guide. Um, we were comparing those tiers, um, one, two, and three, to the five tiers in the World Cup. Oh yeah, and, yep. Um, oh yeah. To see which teams we thought would be advantaged by this. Yeah. And what was your what was your uh, your decision? Pro elves as tier two, I think, are pretty good. Vampires as tier two is probably uh, too generous <laughs> to the vampires. They're, they're <laughs> yep. crappier than yep. tier two. Yeah. Unless, um, unless we're expecting a new vampire team to come out with a new roster at some point very shortly, that could be that. that yeah. Maybe that's the game they're playing. Oh, since when have you ever thought that Games Workshop was going to balance things out ahead of time? So <laughs> <laughs> they're quite happy to get things wrong and then make you pay for their mistakes later. So you know that's the way it goes. Oh yeah, that'll be. But that that when they do do the vampire roster, it will it will be interesting. I think they will still have animal savagery on them. Yeah, but there'll be there's going to be some other new rule, not hit and run, but like I don't know, there'll be something interesting. It, it's a, I really want to know what they're going to do with that kind of 
play space that they've been developing. Mm. Um, yeah, well, especially if you look at teams like the Halflings um, and even Lizardmen, where they just, you know, it's like, ah, that's far too simple. Let's shoehorn another couple of positionals in there. So yeah. I could see there being, you know, even a, uh, you know, a vampire lord and or a an uber thrall or something in the background mm. as well. It's sticking pro on a vampire and making it a lord. You know, it's, it's very easy. So a lot of the match play guide is is uh, sort of technical details that anyone who's run a tournament will know already. So it's maybe a good collection of what are the basics of running a tournament. But if you're part of the NAF and you use the score software and you follow their guidelines, that's all sort of done yeah. for you, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, that, that, yeah. That's, I think, spot on. Because like, I've gone through here, I went through a couple of their, you know, I went through the index at the front and I had a look at the main topics and things like code of conduct. You know, they they basically set out. I think it's over a page, if not two pages, sort of conduct about you know make sure you turn up on time, and you know this is you know three color minimum paint job and all this sort of stuff. Uh, have you washed? Have you have you really washed? Please wash. <laughs> you mean your oh, miniatures? No. That would be yeah, racist that's... again. That would oh, be racist that's... against Nurgle. That's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> but no, it, it is one of these ones where you go like I. Do I feel like I need to pay for a book to tell me that? I'm not sure I do, but I've also been playing for over a decade, so I'm I'm yeah. think I'm down with the the, the gen of it. At the same yeah. time, it's good to have a book that you can pull out and say, "This is it. Why aren't you aware of this?" And we're all on the same page, right? Uh, oh. And I think you know it's good to have that you know written down somewhere, even if it is something as as basic as that. It's if you could say argue it's basic on one level. Mm-hmm. I'd almost say it's sort of fundamental or foundational on another level, and I think that's yeah. that's the tone that I got from the, the book overall. And that is, it's 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 not going to blow your socks off, but it's yeah. it's quite foundational in in what it's trying to set up for for a competition rules kind of overview. Really, I think though, Simon, as well, the the big thing about it is it's obviously showing Games Workshop's got a bit of love for the game wants to see tournaments played and like you know there'll be people out there that might i could you can pick it up directly in games workshop i had to order it in oh, yeah. um but you know so it's not like it's not sitting there for them but it's just like that new player might go oh i could run a tournament and even if they're just thinking like you know when i was well we used to run tournaments but just like together you know just as a school thing and we'd all play like or free teams and stuff and you know just have a write a spike magazine about it and mm-hmm. and things so there'll be there'll be those we like younger folk who might be interested in getting into the game can just go oh we could do this and that sounds fun that's cool well yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, 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 that's absolutely what i see it as because it is one where you go look you know i i don't think i'm the target audience i'm I'd, at 30 odd dollars 30 35 and in that sort of ballpark i'd say that it's the sort of thing that I'd consider putting on the shelf for completeness, but I'm not sure I'm the target audience. Just for example, just mm-hmm. because there was nothing in there that, you know, as I say, blew my socks off. But it would also be good if someone said, oh, I'm looking to run a tournament. You know, what would you do? It's like, well, you know, you can literally hand them that and say, look, have a read through that and we'll have a chat in, a, in another yeah, it, week it, or two. It, it, provides, and, uh, it provides people who picked the game up in the last couple of uh, editions with another way of playing Blood Bowl. It's not just for leagues. Yeah. It's also or for yeah. exhibition play. You could also do tournaments. Yeah, and it's 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 also you know the whole okay. You and me and Tricky all know that we can have a crack at this because we've played tournaments before. 
Mm. Mm. But we've played it before. Where Where is this written down that you can yeah. find that's not in the dark corners of the internet? Oh, look, I've got a book in my hand or on the shelf of the local G-Dub that tells me what I what I could have a crack at. So why not give it a go? And and I think, mm. you know, that is certainly what it's aimed for. And I applaud it for, for doing that. That's for sure. Absolutely. Good on them. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Thank you very much indeed. Awesome. Thank you, well, Arlo. Well, Nice to meet you, folks. And you too, sir. Yeah, you too, I hope we will get to meet over a table sometime. Great stuff. Yeah. All right, folks, thanks for listening to this edition of Pautera. Uh, we look forward to you coming next time. Thanks to Arlo for his update on Stubble, and uh, hopefully we'll catch you all soon. Have a great time. Roll lots of skulls. Thanks for listening to Pautera, the New Zealand Blood Bowl podcast.